What up, everybody? Happy fucking Friday. Ah, oh, the weekend is upon us. And then next week, for most of us, is a short week. And we got Thanksgiving on Thursday. The, the hell that is Black Friday, next Friday, a week from today. Woo! The year is just about over. So, you know, I hope you guys have your holiday plans in place and, you know, getting ready to spend, you know, time with family, unlike we did last year. Um, kind of make it up for lost time this year, hopefully. So make sure you get out there, kiss your loved ones, hug your loved ones, and, you know, do whatever you got to do. Um, and try not to make a typical Thanksgiving tragedy this year. <laughs> Everyone always, you know, talks about the craziness that is Thanksgiving on their at their family. But let's go ahead and try to tone that down this year and just love each other. There's too much shit going on in the world right now to where uh, we don't need that. So let's uh, try to have a nice Thanksgiving together. But, you know, we still have a whole week of programming and a whole bunch of other stuff to get through the week. So let's go ahead and just get to this. And uh, I can't even talk today. Let's go ahead and just get to this episode now, shall we? If you are struggling, do not isolate. If you're feeling hopeless, reach out to somebody. If you're feeling helpless, know that you are not alone in your daily struggles. Your life is important. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You matter. And now, Suck It Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to Suck It. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the hell are you doing tonight on this beautiful November 16th of the year that is, or excuse me, November 19th. What am I talking about? 16th. November 19th of the year that is 2021. Oh, let me try that again because I'm all screwed up. (laughs) How the hell are you doing tonight on this beautiful Friday, November 19th of the year that is 2021? There we go. That's, That's proper it's been a long week for me too apparently I'm ready for the weekend ready for uh thanksgiving to ha- head off you know i was where was i at today i was at costco today and they just had so many different smells going on and i was like i am hungry and i need to eat and nothing satisfied me because i was like you know what it's time for turkey and pie and mashed potatoes and everything else like that and i'm just ready for the fucking holiday this is ridiculous fuck christmas i just want to eat <laughs> But anyway, let's go ahead and kick this Friday off. So tonight, my guest is the front man behind the band, Split Second Meltdown. It is his hard-hitting project um, by Rob Cloris, uh, you know, who's worked with such names as uh, Black Crows and done a bunch of other stuff as well. Recently released the video and single for the song Big Game Hunting, and we'll go ahead and play that here in a second. Um, it's out on streaming everywhere you can possibly get it. So make sure you go ahead and listen to it after this episode. Download it. Put it on your playlist. Do some good shit with it because it is an awesome fucking song. Play. We're going to go ahead and get started with this episode by playing Big Game Hunting. And then we'll bring him on and have a nice chat. So let's go ahead and play Big Game Hunting by Split Second Meltdown.
in my way. Don't approach it sooner than I thought. Can't get a break. Big mistake. Took a chance I couldn't wait. Ramping up too slowly. Still hunting for that trophy. Big game hunting. Coming up with nothing. It's up ahead. I see it in the crosshairs of my mind. Just out of reach. It knows I'm coming closer all the time. Can't get away. Might not ever get this close again. I smell the beer. I do believe it's coming off for me. And that was Big Game Hunting by Split Second Meltdown. And let's go ahead and talk to the man behind Split Second Meltdown, Mr. Rob Cloris. How are you? Good, brother. You? I'm doing great on this uh, Friday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, even though I can't talk today. <laughs> I tried that three or four different times. It didn't work, you know. Uh, no, I uh, yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to a, a normal a normal Thanksgiving, uh, a more normal uh, next next week. So. Yeah, I um definitely looking forward to that as well. I mean, last year was a uh, for me Thanksgiving sucked. Um on top of the whole pandemic thing like that, but Two weeks prior to that, my wife told me she wanted a divorce. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, you know, the holidays last year were shit all around for me. And now I'm, like, looking forward to some sense of normal um, with, you know, trying to get back to that again. And, you know, celebrating it with my, my new girlfriend and uh, trying to, you know, get back to, uh, some, like I said, some sense of normality. Yeah, well, everything gets better, you know. You got to you got to believe that. That's what I believe. Everything will get better. Um it has to. Um yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, 
this year has definitely felt compared to last year a lot more normal um especially once we got through the summer and you know all the concerts were starting to come back and the festivals were starting to come back and you know was able to travel again and start you know doing some of those things that i was accustomed to doing and now it's like i'm feeling that and i know a lot of you know my friends who are musicians and bands and stuff like that people that have been on my show um including yourself i'm sure are starting to feel that as well absolutely yeah 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 it's great to go see see live music and play play live music and uh yeah it's it's uh it feels it it feels really good after after all that time you know shut down and locked down and whatever so uh, yeah if the better better days are here and they're ahead yeah, um, and it looks like you made uh, good use of it, and you know, writing some new material and releasing new material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was writing a lot this uh, this year, so uh, hopefully, I got a full length record coming out um, in twenty twenty two. And um, yeah, this uh, uh, the song you played today, "Big Game Hunting," is like the is like the first single. Um, of the of the upcoming record so i'm pretty excited about it it's uh a little bit of a, a departure from my last year's ep which is kind of more head head banging classic sounding rock and roll and um i just uh, for that for this for this track i just put a little a little bit of a poppy twist on it but um you know it still has a head banging moment or two in it so uh um, yeah, just experimenting with sounds and keyboards and all that stuff. Yeah, and I um, I'm a big fan of when people go outside the box of you know the rock genre and try to make it, you know, try to do something different and original. Um, and I definitely dug this song. It was not what I was expecting from you. Uh, so when I listened to it, I was like, "What is this? This is this is interesting." And I listened to it again, and I listened to it a couple different times, and I was just like, "This is pretty fucking awesome." Um, it just has a different vibe to it. Um, not a lot of uh, musicians are doing that type of vibe, and it, it, so it's a definite welcome change. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going for a different vibe. I, I just kind of wanted something that was a little un, unconventional and. Uh, just I didn't really care about fitting into any kind of box. I just wanted to be creative and try something new and you know hopefully people like it. If they don't, maybe they'll like my next song you know but uh, but but I'm hoping that that I'm, I'm hoping that people get it. So that's my that's my hope. Um, the sound itself I get, um, you know, the, the way it's all written down and the way it's played and the way it's you know orchestrated and stuff like that I get. But I've listened to the song five or six times now. What I'm not getting is the meaning behind it. It is so... Uh, what's the word? Um, it's so cryptic. From my my point of view. Yeah. I, I can see that. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was kind of... I was, I was just writing it about... Um, about uh, the 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 pursuit of um, of a prize of, of some sort, whether it be uh, you know guy trying to get a girl or you know a person trying to get you know a person. I mean, not to get to harm. I mean, you know, it's it just the sort of the thrill of the 
of the of the hunt. So you know, trying to acquire some 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 sort of prize. So yes, it, it is it is sort of uh, uh, cryptic. You, you're it, it's kind of open to interpretation. But that that was the impetus of the of the of the meaning of the song. Yeah, because whenever I hear a song like this, I always try to like find the deeper meaning into it and try to you know break it apart and you know dismantle it and start you know line by line and just try to figure it all out. Um, so with this one, I was like, I, I just like what you know, and uh, the the idea behind it though, I definitely got. It was just like there's got to be a deeper meaning to this, but maybe there's not. Maybe again, like you said, it's open to interpretation, and that's the beauty of music in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's open to interpretation, and I was hoping that you know I had enough ear candy, you know, riffs, uh, which you know I love, I, I love riffs, uh, uh, and you know, mu musical sections, and kind of changing it up to uh, for people to to dig it i also have a, a video that's that's out now that um uh um it's a it's a uh it's it's a hunter trying uh, uh pursuing a uh, a hot chick in a cat suit <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, uh so so you know that's sort of like the literal uh interpretation of it but um yeah i was kind of hoping uh, that, that there was enough material sonically uh uh, as well in there that people would enjoy it on, you know, that, that, you know, any, any level really. And I certainly did. I certainly did as well. Is this song a sign of what the rest of the album is going to sound like, or is it going to be, um, a little bit of what you, the last EP is be a little bit of this, or is it going to be just all around eclectic? Um, I, I, I have other songs that kind of get, get, get more into kind of the heavier like more 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 of a grungy more of a grungy sound but uh um you know a little less poppy uh a little more more like traditional sort of grungy sounding you know like um or or just you know like i'm really into like uh queens of the stone age and like you know like like sort of experimental mm -hmm. you know eclectic sort of sound uh, yeah, it definitely had that. It definitely had a Queens of the Stone Age vibe to it. As um, yeah, that I I really dug. Oh, thank you. Um, and you said earlier that when you were writing the song, you didn't want to fit into a box. You just wanted to write something for yourself and be a little bit different. Um, that's one thing that I've noticed in the last fifteen years or so in the in the rock side of things that there's so many different boxes. And now the gatekeepers are out in full force as far as that kind of stuff goes. And, you know, in the era that I grew up in, um, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, and even most of the 90s, and even part of the 2000s, it was just rap, metal, death metal, excuse me, rock, metal, death metal, and punk. And that was pretty much it. But now we've got all these different subgenres of all those different things. And now it's just like you have to fit into this box. And if an album comes out that is five different genres of rock, people either shit on it or be like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're thinking outside the box. Well, no, they're just being themselves and stuff like that. And I, it's, it's 
the whole idea of oh there's death core and there's metal core there's this core and then there's that core and then there's this and then there's that it's it's out of it's 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 gotten too extreme for my liking and when somebody says they don't want to fit into that box i really really like that because again that's more about who they are versus what other people want them to be yeah yeah uh yeah and i and i think uh, along those uh gu guidelines it's 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 more difficult for an established artist well it, it's not more difficult but i think an established artist who tries to change it up is, is going to definitely get get more shit you know uh, uh absolutely uh, because people are used to one one sound but um you know i just uh i just um i'm just trying to yeah i'm just trying to write uh to make myself uh happy and to uh uh just uh express what i what i what i feel and i you know i'm i do like rock so there 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 you know the general term rock so there there's going to be definitely rock elements to what i do and um you know it's just it's all it's all it's all music man people should just chill and uh have an open mind and uh it's all sound waves you know exactly you know and i've brought this up before on my show but like you'll listen to interviews by some of the major bands, for instance, like Korn, and all they listen to is rap. And then you'll listen to some rap artists who, you know, do stuff like, for example, Post Malone, who right. only listens to 80s and hard, you know, metal. And, yeah. and it's like, it's like, it's like, if these guys can do that, Right. Why can't we as fans do that? You know, everyone appreciates it as far as like when you're an artist. But yeah. then once you get to fans, it's like, nope, we, we've got to draw a line somewhere. Like, why, why is that? I don't get that. I've never understood that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't understand it either. I guess people are just so, I mean, music is, music is just personal to, to a lot of people and, I, I I mean as a as a as a musician um, I don't I don't uh, I I I can't really uh, I can't I can't I can't relate to that because I I mean I know how to play like a lot of different you know musical styles for example like I had like a jazz piano teacher like you know like years ago I had a classical piano teacher so like to me it's just like uh, you know, one one uh, genre or one band is not really really personal to me. I just like, you know, uh, expressing myself. I, I just like you know the sonic palette, so to, so to speak, of of uh, of really most most music. And that's the thing too. Um, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's that what we take personally, regardless of whether it's a band or a genre or a song. You know, taking it personally means a lot to the artist because that means that they're actually getting through. Um, for someone like me who uses, you know, music as a daily escape um, from the bullshit of my own head. Um, like I said, you know, I'm extreme bipolar, um, you know, ADHD, and I also suffer from PTSD as well. Um, music is an escape, it's been an outlet. And when I started this show two years ago, 300 plus episodes ago, that was the idea. You know, tell people about what music does for me and hopefully I can spread that message more because music is more than just sound waves. It's more than just a sonic, you know, 
vibration going on in your ear holes. It is, it's emotion. It's a story. It's somebody's personal life. Um, it, and it can be interpreted into a many different person's personal life as well. It's, it's community. It's love. It's everything that it's supposed to be. And when we try to dissect it too much, like when I, and when I say dissect it, I mean what it's supposed to be or what it's supposed to sound like and what genre it is and what this, this, it takes the fun out of it. It takes the realness out of it. It takes the rawness out of it. Um, yeah. and, and that's one thing that I've been trying to promote so hard is just listen to the music, love the music and try to use it and in, into your own personal life and try to figure out what it means to you. Yes. Yes, I, I, absolutely. And, and, uh, just, uh, yeah, and uh, it, it is an escape, and it's a it's a it's a good escape. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a, it, it's it should be positive. I mean, you know, obviously if the lyrics are negative, that's a different thing. Uh, but but uh, you know, mostly it's it is a, a positive escape for people. Yeah, and I even think you know when the the message is negative, it can be positive. Um, cause you can take that negative and, you know, turn it into something positive. You know, one of my favorite songs, um, that has personally helped me, um, countless occasions is actually one of the reasons why I'm still around today because, it, um, I've told this story before on my, my show, but there was a song by the, uh, the band Bad Flower named Ghost, which is a anti-suicide song. However, if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's never about him saying suicide is bad. It's just about his failed attempts at suicide. And, and that's the entire song. Um, so it's up to you to take those song, that song, that those lyrics and say, okay, obviously there's a reason why he was unsuccessful. Somebody wanted him to be around. Somebody wanted him here. Or he didn't want to do it so badly, but he thought he did, and he messed it up on purpose. Whatever the case might be, right. it's, it's those negative things. You've got to learn how to take those things um, and turn them into something that resonates within you. Right. Make, yes. Turn up, basically turn up negative into a positive or potentially negative. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that. I agree. Um. When I first went, like, you know, when the pandemic first hit last year and, you know, all the different concerts that I had um, lined up started, you know, I started getting emails from Live Nation and Ticketmaster and different venues. Hey, it's been postponed or no, it's been straight up canceled. Um, it was one of those things that crushed me and I and millions of other people as well. Um you know, including the artist, obviously. And for a year and a half, almost, we could not escape to a, a rock show. We couldn't escape to a rap show. We couldn't escape to a country show. We couldn't even escape to a fucking movie theater. Um, it was that bad for 18 plus months. Now we're able to get back out there. Now we're able to start seeing these shows again. Um... And I think one of the things that we all, you know, realize now is how much we took that for granted prior to 29, I mean, prior to 2020, because, you know, shows were always going off and it was, oh, you know what, you know, I, I feel like taking the weekend off this weekend, so I'll catch them next time. Or, you know, I don't feel like, you know, driving 30 minutes to the venue, I'll, I'll catch them next time. 
And then there wasn't a next time. And now going to these shows, I'm feeling more sense of family than I ever have before. Um, These people are truly embracing the music more so than I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. I, I, I think so, too. I, I see that I see that as well. People are really, really happy to be there, and it's a it's a it's a it's it's a great thing. It it truly truly is, and it's one of the things that keeps me going. Um, because yeah, when I get a chance to go backstage and you know talk to an artist, you know stuff like that, and you know you know have that emotional connection, it's great. But when I'm or when I'm at a show and it doesn't matter if it's 50 people or 5,000 or 50,000 people, you know, hearing the music live and building a connection with the artist up on stage is great. But nothing in this world is more important to me. Fuck the music. Fuck the artist. It's that sense of community. Um, it's that uh, um, that feeling of, hey, I don't know you. But in this moment, we're singing a song together and we're bonding. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to be better because of it. I love that. I I, I do, too. And, uh, you know, that's what we that's what we really need. You know, uh, you know, more of I mean, uh, you know, everybody's uh, everybody's on their phones and everybody's on their you know computer all the time. And, you know, when you're in the concert, you're. I mean, besides, you know, holding your phone up and, you know, uh, taping the concert, but it's a sense of community. It's a sense of, you know, uh, just, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, not community, well, the music fan community, but it's, you know, it's a sense of togetherness. That's what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, you're all there for, for, for the same reason to have fun and to listen to music. And uh, it's really important, very, very important. So I'm so happy that, that, that it's back. Yeah, me too. Um, that's what I was going to say. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, um, nope, I can't remember. The holiday season is here, guys. And let me just tell you, with that comes many, many questions. Such as, what do I wear to non-ugly sweater parties? Or... How do I maximize my time savoring holiday moments and minimizing my shopping time for gifts? Well, fear not, weary holiday wanderer. Mac Weldon has all the answers, whether it's an office party, a party with family and friends, or a holiday party with just you, your couch, and the game on TV. Mac Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable throughout the season. And their innovative daily wear system has taken the hard work out of your outfit planning with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you any extra holiday stress. We're talking top-notch tops, best-selling bottoms and underwear and accessories that'll please even the scroogiest of guys on your list. With Mack Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. So let me just tell you, after a long, hard day, you know, working hard and doing whatever I need to do, I come home and I get into my ace sweatpants and sweatshirts and I just chill and relax in comfort 
sit down and do my show right here, right now. I'm wearing some sweatpants and sweatshirts. And someone who is a stickler when it comes to comfortable, I was initially skeptical when I heard the hype around Mack Weldon's Ace Collection. But let me just tell you, I was wrong. Pairing super soft, high-performance fabric with unmatched style, these have become the pieces I literally live in daily. Whether I'm hanging out at home or running errands around town, this former sweat skeptic has a new outlook. And don't sweat it. Just trust Mack Weldon. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of the cold, but at the same time, I enjoy being warm. So feeling like a popsicle just doesn't suit me all the time. But with Mack Weldon's warm knit collection that features sweats, <coughs> shirts, vests, pajamas, and more, my chilly winter days are behind me. Using innovative technology that uses your own body heat to keep you warm and the feeling the perfect temperature these products from mac weldon have me saying something i never thought i would that i'm ready for the cold so now guys do yourself a favor for 20 percent off your first order visit macweldoncom forward slash suck it and enter promo code suck it that's macweldoncom forward slash suck it Promo code suck it for 20% off your first order. Mac Weldon, get it right this holiday season. Hold on. <laughs> um, Sorry, you're getting oh, no, okay. Hold on. There we go. I remember now. So you mentioned um, what you just said. You know, so many people now are on their phones, on their computers all the time. All the time. And one thing that I've, in my own opinion, and, you know, this is 100% my opinion, because I don't think there's been any studies on it or anything else like that, but, um, or do I think there ever will be, but over the last 18 months that we were stuck in our homes, you know, on quarantine and stuff like that, we couldn't go out to do these things, specifically the arts. Let's just go ahead and say the arts in general. There's been an uprising in what you just said. There's been more people on their computers. There's more people on their phones. And now all of a sudden they have keyboard balls versus, you know, face-to-face balls. Um, and the world started burning. You know, it started with COVID, but then it escalated with BLM. And then it escalated even more with some LGBTQ stuff. And then it escalated even more with some other stuff. And then, and now we got the, you know, we still, and then the the election and the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff that's ongoing right now as we speak, you know, there's so, there was so much stuff that happened. And I, I am a firm believer that because we lost the arts, People had to find another outlet, and they just decided to use Twitter as a bitch method, which has always been a thing. But I think it escalated even more once we lost the arts. Big time, I, I think so too. Just people just took out all their 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 energy, and it just went that went went it, it just went a negative thing. Things were let's face it, all these things were were you know were you you described or just. I mean, it's not it's not positive stuff. All the protests and all the you know the election and the and the negativity. It's just it's just it's it's really it's really awful. And uh, you know, arts are uh, arts can really um, help help uh, help us. You know, I mean, uh, uh, 
we need we need art you know we need uh, and not just you know netflix art i mean uh, that's good too but uh, we need we need uh, we need more art we need more music we need we need some togetherness yeah i i definitely agree with you on that um it because it's something that binds us, you know, it's something that brings us together. It's something that we, when we go to a movie theater, we don't, again, like I said before, we don't know who that person is, but we're all chanting and rant, ranting, raving, we're clapping, whatever, or at the end of it, we're booing. Um, same thing with, you know, opera and ballet and, you know, yeah. or whatever. Um, it, it's, we got this, like this overwhelming urge to just fight each other. And it's it's sad. Um, it really, it's, really is. It's it's depressing. Uh, really, really, what it is. I mean, I find myself for long periods of time just shut shutting off the news, not 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 looking at the news because you know what? It, most of it is is not good is not good news. And and then I immerse myself in 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 music, and uh, that you know that that personally that makes me feel better. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you're right. Um, it doesn't matter if it's the right media, the left media, or the comedy media. You know, um, it's all just bullshit. And I and I think, in my opinion, right now, like the comedy media is doing a great job of pointing out all the bullshit in the everyday media. You know, because they're like, you know, they're 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 giving us the stories, but at the same time, they're like, look at look at how ridiculous this is like, you know look at how many times fox news says in a day don't get vaccinated but yet every single one of those people at Va fox news is mandated to get vaccinated but yet they're telling you at home don't do it but they're all vaccinated themselves you know the irony in that is just ridiculous um or you know <laughs> it's just it, it's it's ridiculous it, it's we how do we move past this where how do we get through this and i think honestly it's it's through the arts, you know, and I think once we get back to full normal, which I don't know if there's ever going to be a full normal ever again. Um, I think we're about as good as it's going to get to where some places are going to mandate masks. Some places aren't. Some places are going to be this. Some places are going to be like that. And I, and I think right now is about our biggest sense of normal that we're going to see for a long time. I once we right. once we get once we start accepting that and moving forward it's 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 going to be so much better i mean i remember a week or two ago a week or two ago i was on facebook and um house of blues in orlando and i think all house of blues are doing this as well um put out you know hey just let everybody know that we have a mask mandate you know if you're going to come to one of our shows wear a mask people blew the fuck up that i mean it was all negative all over this you know this page like oh boycott live nation boycott this but you know so you're just not going to buy tickets at all now even to outdoor events because because it's a live nation event you know yeah. it's like now you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your the fan the artists themselves the ones that you enjoy the one that you seek out for comfort but because of a certain thing that's going on it, it's why do we have to be like this it's 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 yeah. bad it is bad and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why, why we have to be like this. I mean, people don't like to be told what to do. I, I understand that concept, um, but uh, for the, it's you know, you people, you really have to think about the greater good. And people aren't doing that. 
people, you know, even like, you know, with, 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 with voting, they don't vote for the greater good. They vote for themselves. And I think that's a, that's a problem because, you know, if you call yourself, uh, you know, a patriot, which a lot of people do, but they, but they're, but they're very dug in with their views, you know, you, you're, you're a patriot for, you know, your people, but you know what, like there, 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 there needs to be some, you know, what about your countrymen? What about, what about all the, all the people, if this is, you know, such a great, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, we need to, we need, we need, we need people to, we need people to look at the big picture and the greater good. And, uh, you know, I think they used to do that, you know, before, before my time, they, they used to do that, you know, World War II, right? Or they used to look at the greater good and we were all, you know, in it together, but uh, people are just so splintered and they have their devices and they, and they, and, you know, everybody has their own little platform and they want their their you know their peers to cheer them on and it's just very splintered and it's uh it's sad yeah um and i even agree with you on that um as well but then at the same time you know i, I can say you know pre-world war ii you know it was for the greater good if you were a white male <laughs> you know yeah. yeah i mean if you were a female or a black guy sorry you're screwed um and then before that it was it, it's, yeah. it was like that for a long ass time so yeah, and that's when to... and that's one thing that bothers me about you know people who always say well let's make america great again when were we ever truly great there's always been slavery. There was, you know, racism. There's always been, you know, knocking of women. There's always been this or that. When is a time in this country was ever truly great? And nobody can ever give me a straight answer. Yeah, I mean, people have different ideas, but you know, people are always there. Will always be people that are that have been, you know, marginalized and you know, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think it would be truly great if, if like I was saying, you know, people, pe people just looked at the, the country as a whole and just, you know, shake, shake hands and, you know, make policy that will benefit, benefit people, uh, you know, everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else about, about that. Um, but I forgot what it was. Um, greater good uh make america great again yeah that's a that's a great slogan that reagan came up with or like reagan's a speech speech writer or something slogan maker um yeah yeah so 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 yeah i forgot what i was gonna say but it was uh it was along those lines uh oh oh yes or if i may say one more thing about this about the topic i think as a person the most important thing to me is is really equality you know i see like you know i have like rich people i work with i have uh you know friends i have poor people like really rich really poor and like everything in between and um i just i just want people to just uh I just, I just want people, everybody to have an equal chance and, uh, you know, I mean, they have to obviously work at it and they can't just be on the dull, you know, like, like their whole lives, but, uh, equality is very important to me. And I definitely agree with you on that. Equality is, is something that we need to get to a point where that's 
a real thing in this country because we can say we have it. We don't yet. Um, and I would love to be able to get to that point. Um, here, here's a great example on the equality piece. And this is something that's menial, but still just something that resonates. And it's been an ongoing thing for years and years and years. But every year around this exact same time, it comes up again. The phrase happy holidays. You know, people say, oh, you're trying to steal Christmas. Okay, but if I'm not going to see you between now, today, October, I mean, November 19th, and no, and December, excuse me, Jan, or January 2nd, there's three fucking holidays in between there, asshole. I'm telling you, happy holidays. Yeah. You have three holidays to celebrate. I'm not going to see you for a month and a half. Fuck you, and I'm not still at Christmas. Happy, I'm not going to say happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. I'm just going to say happy holidays and move the fuck on with it. And, and that's what, but at the same time, this, this country isn't just Christians or Catholics. It's more than just that. And when we say that, you know, it's Merry Christmas. No, yes, you can be Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. But who's to say I celebrate Christmas the same way you do? Who's to say I'm not Jewish and I, I can't? I'm not gonna go up to you and say Happy Hanukkah. Well, you don't celebrate Hanukkah. That's not that's not fair. That's not treating you equally. So you right. know what I'm saying? It's it goes both ways, and it's 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 ridiculous. But this is a hot topic that's been going on for fucking ever. I mean, I remember a few years back there was a controversy over Starbucks cups, and it's like, what do you? What the, <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous how, uh, you know, just like the little things people have to, you know, but I I do agree. Happy holidays. That's a general term. And 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 I think that's uh, that's that's completely acceptable. Yeah, I heard it today. Um, Somebody said happy when I was at the Costco, like I was saying, you know, I was checking out and somebody said happy holidays. And they're like, no, it's Merry Christmas. I'm like, bitch, it's fucking Thanksgiving next week. It's not Merry Christmas yet. <laughs> I, I kept my mouth shut, but I'm like, Are you, is this really going on again? Really? Is this happening already? Yeah, people, Jesus. People, people have to just relax and, uh, you know, just be nice to people. That's it, you know? Just How hard is it to say you too? <laughs> Happy holidays, you too. <laughs> to walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Same, same to you. See ya. Exactly. Uh, if you well, if you want to bitch about it, go home and use Twitter. That's what everybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> but um, back to the arts conversation because it all kind of ties back in what we're talking about. If you rewind 50, 60 years, you know, back to when, you know. Even 70 years, you know, look at when, you know, the Beatles and, you know, and with Joplin and Hendrix were all talking about. Yeah. It's sad that that still applies today. It does, but it, in a way it's, uh, I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I, I think there, there, there's, uh, you know, we're all human. We were, we're and, and, uh, you know, I don't think that the, the bulk of people are more enlightened uh now more you know more enlightened now than they were 50 years ago i i you know i just think that uh uh we're just kind of rolling 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 down the road here uh of you know the big like snowball of humanity and there are more people in the world you know so um i'm just not surprised i mean uh, yeah, in a way, it's sad, but uh, but but 
on the other hand, it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm not putting too much faith in, um, in our, uh, you know, Western civilization or humanity in general to, to, uh, you know, uh, collectively come to a better place and a better uh, understanding and to be nicer, nicer and, and kinder to people. Um, perhaps it's that. I mean, uh, people thought, you know, after after the first picture of uh, of um, of the Earth, uh, you know, when they landed on the moon, people really thought that the world would come together and, you know, look at our planet, you know, and they they really thought that it would be kind of a this big, you know, life changing event, and and uh, you know, the collective uh, consciousness of of wow, we're all together here on this speck of dust in space, but um, but that didn't happen. No, divided us even more. Now we have people that say that was all fake, and they still believe the Earth is flat. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. those are people. And if you don't get the answer that you like, then you can, you know, go out and say, you know, have your own conspiracy. You know, uh, you know, sometimes things, you know, happen as, uh, as far as events that 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 are went, you know, random events and. Uh, then they're unbelievable. So some people don't 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 believe it. Or yeah, flat flat earthers. I don't understand that. I, I don't either. <laughs> um, I've actually been in a uh, a heated battle with them for almost a year. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I made a mistake back in February, and veered off of my normal hey mental health hey music conversation. And yeah. allowed a flat earther to come on to my show, and it sparked the biggest, most hate I've ever received from anything in my entire life. And now, like going onto my YouTube page every day, I get like 100, 200 comments just of people hating on me. Um, <laughs> or I'll get random DMs, I'll get random just comments from people everywhere on the internet who just fucking hate me because of how I handle that situation. So it's like, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people are entitled to their uh, beliefs. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I have an open mind about things, but I'm also into science, you know. Those Me too. People, you know, those people dedicate their lives for not a lot of money, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're into science. They're, they're into discovering things. They're into helping, helping people. Can you believe that? You know, they're into help making humanity better, you know. And, yeah. Uh, uh, so, I mean, I'm into science. But you know what? Believe whatever the fuck you want. And, exactly. Uh, Just keep and... it away from me. <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't tell me. I won't tell you and you don't tell me. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I have a sixth grader who's 11 years old who, um, actually, you know, actually loves the, the hate from the flat earth community that I get because she wants to uh, um, go to college and become an astronomer. Um, so she wants to be one of those people that helps discover that kind of stuff. And I tell her all the time, I go, you know, the flat earthers say you're just, you're just buying into a lie. And she goes, yeah, well, I guess I'm going to waste my money on a lie. Cause it's cool to me. <laughs> uh, you know, it, exactly. Um, they even like, cause she, uh, she came on my show one time just to talk about her love for astronomy after the whole thing happened. And people were even attacking her. Um, I'm like, dude, she's, it was, she was 10 at the time. I'm like, really guys, come on. That's, that's pathetic. But again, it all circles back to what you said earlier. 
just be kind to one another. You know, we don't have to agree. You know, there's there's people in my family right now that are, are on the red side that I completely disagree with. But they're still my family. There's friends I have, you know, it's like, oh, why? But you know what? That's your opinion. That's cool. When we're around each other, we just don't talk about it. Um, yeah. And... It, it, and that's the thing, you know, and I've gone to the extreme sometimes with some of this stuff and I'll admit my faults, um, you know, but at the same time, it, it's it's a going down to at the end of the day, just being kind and um, just who cares what other people thought, you know, who cares, you know, yeah. for thousands and thousands of years, wars have been fought. And people have died because of a difference of opinion. Yeah. And it's 2021. It was 2022. We're six, seven weeks away from being in 2022. And yet we're still fighting and killing each other yeah. over a difference of opinion. Yeah, well, you know, people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've said that for years. <laughs> You know, and even the smart ones are stupid. It, you know, it's we're as a human race, we're just stupid. And the quicker we realize that, I think it's going to be better off. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and you know what? Life is, really is short, you know, and, you know, people are dropping dead like left and right, you know, all the time. And just 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 be nice, man. Just just cook some food and like, you know have a couple of beverages and you know just have try to have a nice life try just try to have a nice life a lot of people don't have a nice life sometimes you know life goes up and down but just try to enjoy yourself and not be a dick not don't be a dick that 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 is the the moral of this entire episode is don't be a dick I, I support that. Yes, that, that is a, that is a, that's the title of this episode. You know, I think I'm going to name it that. Ep- that that's the name of this episode. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to name. Yeah, that's exactly what this is going to be called. And then yeah, spot, you know, Apple's going to censor me and shit, but whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, dude, um, I have had an absolute blast getting to know you and you know me too yeah it's great 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 thank you so much for uh, for having me on yeah and, and you know before we started recording you know you asked if i had prepared questions and this is why i don't because we would have never had this type of conversation prepared you uh, know and that's this is why i love what i do and i get to meet great people like you who just come along for the ride and let me spout my shit and you, you know, you spout shit back and we have a great conversation and we get to, you know, really learn about each other. Um, and it's been an absolute fucking blast. And, um, I, I cannot wait to hear your new album next year. Um, yes, yeah. but I know that I'm going to be spinning big game hunting for a while. Cause it's a great fucking song. Oh, cool. But thank you. Thank Thank you so much. David. Dude. It's absolutely my pleasure. Um, Stay warm up in Jersey. I know it's fucking cold as hell here, so I can only imagine what it's like up in Jersey right now. Yeah, it's probably around the same, but the chill is starting to, uh, you know, is upon us, you know. So. Yeah, it's it's been in the 30s, 40s all day, but it's windy as shit. Like, I'm watching oh, yeah. trees right now, boom, it's blowing over. So it's uh, I can only imagine what the wind chill factor is, but it's cold today. It's yeah, fucking yeah. wonderful. I love it. <laughs> well, 
thank you. Thanks so much for having me and um, and uh, happy holidays. Hey, you too. Happy holidays. Good answer. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, you take care now, okay? We'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right, and that was Rob Cloris of Split Second Meltdown. What a great conversation I had with that guy. Um, you know, and the thing about it is when it comes down to it, um, what he said and what I said is exactly right. You know, I, one of the things that does make our nation great, I mean, we're not – the greatest nation on earth or, you know, we're, you know what I'm saying? But one of the things that does make us a great nation that I think, you know, we need to embrace more is, is the fact that we have differences. You know, we, we are a great nation, but we're not perfect. And I, I think that's what most people seem to forget. Um, so, you know, I've talked about, and I even talked about it on this interview with him, you know, when you ask somebody, well, when were we ever great? Uh, well, you know, back to, you know, we've, like you said before, World War II. Okay, so it was great for, you know, if you were a white man, if you were black or a female, you'd, you know, it would be shit. Oh, it was great during the, the, the you know, when we signed the Constitution or after we won the Revolutionary War. Okay. The same thing again. I mean, <laughs> if you were black or a woman, you know, um, it, it's been, you know, there's a lot of different things that we can go back and forth about saying, but we are a true melting pot along with every other free nation in this country, in this world, um, whether it's, you know, Britain, whether it's, you know, Italy or Japan or, you know, all these other free nations. Being a melting pot of culture is what makes each individual one great, and it adds only to their greatness. But when we don't embrace that, and when we don't acknowledge that, or we fight against it, and we you know cause this or do this or whatever, it takes away the the ability to be great, and that's the problem. Where the things that do make us good, the things that do make us great, we're arguing against to make it worse, and therefore it negates it. What makes us great is the fact that I don't agree with you. The fact that makes us great is that you don't agree with me. The fact that I don't believe in religion and the fact that you do, etc., 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 because at the end of the day, you're still my neighbor, you're still my brother, you're still my sister, you're still a member of this family that we call humanity. And I think that's the biggest issue that we're forgetting. We're human. We have our cultures, we have our traditions, we have our things that we hold dear. That make us different. But at the end of the day, we all bleed red. We all have organs that pump blood through our body, help us breathe, help us think, filter out toxins. We all have those same organs. What does it matter if my opinion is different than yours? It doesn't. Does it affect you? No. It doesn't. 
It doesn't. Because at the end of the day, I don't have control over it. And neither do you, unless you're a fucking senator. So why are we arguing over it? Doesn't matter if it's gay marriage. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, red or white, red or blue. It doesn't matter if it's this or that or the other thing. That's all that fucking matters is the fact that we have differences of opinion and we can still get along. That, at the end of the day, is what makes us great. But if you don't embrace it, it's negated and it's it's useless. It's pointless. Remember that going into this holiday season. Remember that. Yeah, I said holiday season. This, yeah. But yeah. Guys, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, if you're taking an extra week, you know, if you're taking the whole week off next week to travel and visit family and friends, please be safe. Um, and listen to Suck It Podcast if you haven't listened to all the episodes. They're all available everywhere podcasts are found. So if you're just now listening for the very first time or, you know, just recently has been listening over the last two weeks on Rock Rage Radio, go to theblackrosemedia.com and listen to all past episodes. Everything is available right there. And if not, you know what? Okay, that's fine. Because again, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like me. Just know that I love you regardless. All right. So that concludes this episode. We're going to go ahead and close it out with another song by Split Second Meltdown. And uh, I hope you enjoy this song. And when you do, again, please look up Split Second Meltdown and listen to them on Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, or everywhere you get your music. Um, and definitely check out the podcast. If you missed any of, any of this episode, please, again, go to theblackrosemedia.com and you can listen to it there um, and all past episodes as well. But until Monday, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Happy fucking holidays. We'll see you Monday. Peace. Here is Flesh and Blood by the band Split Second Meltdown. We'll see you Monday, guys. Peace.
Russian blood.